Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic. We drink a fun little beverage. And this week we're talking something that is universally dreaded, jury Jury duty. duty. But we are going to get into what to do if and when you get summoned because if you haven't, you will. You will. If you can postpone your jury duty or how to do that, there's a lot of little hacks on how to get out of it, and we're mm-hmm. going to probably debunk a lot of them. Uh-huh. And then how the jury process works. So stay tuned because there's also a lot of jury duty stories I have to tell. I know. I've got a couple. Yeah, I know. I feel like we all have like a crazy also, jury duty story. we all saw jury duty the show this year. Oh, I loved it. I watched that whole season. I've never watched a show twice. I watched it once. I did too. And then I watched it again with Joe. Immediately started it over. So good. I lo- It was just so wholesome. So wholesome. And you guys, at the end of the episode, we are doing BFF quiz. So stick around. Natalie, what are we drinking? Ooh. I desperately need... Is it a thousand degrees in here? No. Okay. All right. And that's on me. Do you want basic? No, I'm I'm all good. I think it's just me personally oh. going through the different levels of the symptoms that yes. we're gonna continue to have all day. Yes. I got the booster yesterday and I have COVID today. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The, the booster COVID, not yeah. the actual COVID. No, no, no. I do yeah, not have yeah, actual yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. I just have all the symptoms of it. Right, right. Body good aches. Good times. You got it twice? Three times. COVID? Yeah. I've had it twice. Twice. Well, this might help you because it's it's cold. Oh. I do think it's probably going to be disgusting. But oh, um, so this is no, it's it's a uh, synergy raw kombucha. Yeah, but the flavor, apple, the flavor, turmeric, carrot, and spices. Have you seen all this stuff about carrot tans? Yes. Where people eat. And then did you see the one girl that was addicted to eating carrots? I saw that one too. <laughs> and she was like, I literally would wake up in the middle of the night to eat carrots. That and I'm like, Miss Girl, you have you. a deficiency. Oh, that kind of reminded me of you. Being addicted to carrots? I don't know, but like being addicted to some sort of like vegetable like that where you would like eat it. <sighs> I've never woken up in the middle of the night and thought, I have to have a carrot. <laughs> But maybe I should. I think that that girl had a severe vitamin deficiency of some kind. Yeah. But that, yes, I've been seeing people saying, "I oh, maybe don't shake that because oh. it's, it's carbonated. This is, the flavor is called living in gratitude. Oh, is that the flavor? That's what it says. Okay, yeah. Okay. So yeah, this is um, GT Synergy Raw Kombucha Fall Edition Living in Gratitude. I'm very... And again, apple, turmeric, carrot, and spices. I think it's going to be good. I, if it's heavy in the... Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. What is that tasting like? Am I thinking... Is it tasting like vomit? Oh, I know what it tastes like. What? Pickle juice. Pickle juice. It tastes like pickle juice. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like um, a sweet pickle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not a dill. Like a sweet pickle, that's what that that thang is sitting in. Okay. They put the cucumber in that, sweet pickle. I'm trying Bread to and butter pickle. We went to a wedding this weekend that had a pickle bar. They had a pickle bar. Did you try the pickles? I did. Were you with me when I I tried? was. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, they had a regular dill. They had a horseradish. 
a sweet and sour. And that one knocked my socks off. That one and a honey mustard. I don't know if I had all four, but this couple that we were, Natalie yes. and I were bridesmaids in this yes. wedding, love pickles. Love pickles. And they're going to get a dog one day and name, name it pickles. pickles. Yes. But I'm like, lean into what you love. I know. Speaking of, Natalie's wearing exclusively ET content today. Yes. I got an odd look from somebody. I was walking to my car and this person was kind of staring at me and I was like, what are they staring at? And then I realized I have an ET shirt on and I was carrying an ET bag. So I just looked like a psychopath. Or you just look like somebody who embraces the things that they love. Listen, <laughs> I do love it. So here I am. Okay, but but... Before we get into jury duty, before we started this episode, you were telling me about a dream you had where you were dating Chad Michael Murray, and I have so many questions. Oh. Because what? There's not there's not much more to it. Wasn't watching anything with him in it. Hadn't thought right. about him That's in why I'm eons. Like, huh? And yeah, we were a couple, and I don't know. I mean, there was just nothing more to it than that, but immediately when I woke up— I told Joe, Uh because whenever I have a dream about somebody else, I always feel like I'm cheating on Joe. Right. So I have to tell him. And he was like, well, which version? Was it the new? I was like, oh, no, no. This was like One Tree Hill, Chad Michael Murray. Okay. And he was like, I get it. And that's totally fine. So I just, I would love to know how he got into your psyche. Me too. I can't answer that. These are when I kind of am like, maybe we are, maybe our dreams are a parallel universe. Because maybe... Maybe I Why am. Why else would Chad Michael Murray pop up? That makes no and sense. And I never, like, really had a huge crush on him. Obviously, him in, like, a Cinderella story is iconic. But, like, I didn't watch— I forgot he was even in that until just now. Oh, I mean, that's, I, that's all I really—what re- do you think of when you think of Chad Michael Murray? One, tri- <laughs> One Tree Hill? No. I I you just know, think of hi- him oh, as a person. Like He was I also never really saw- hot in Freaky Friday. Oh, I completely forgot he was in. I saw Freaky Friday and a Cinderella story like when they came out and then I never did again. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, so I my remember gosh. them like loosely. I definitely saw Cinderella story like a couple times actually, but I saw Freaky Friday in theaters and then I never saw it again. I just watched it with my sister because Lindsay Lohan and the mom, Jamie Lee Curtis, are really like going at it. And my sister <gasps> is like at that age. They are? Yeah, they're like, she's like a daughter and like, oh, a mom. in the movie. Yeah. I thought you meant like, you watched it because in real life they're oh, like fighting. No. I was like, what have I missed? <laughs> in the storyline. Yes. They're like really going at it. And I thought my sister would like, I don't know, be like seeing. Yeah. I was like, see, like you just have to understand mom from her yeah. point of view. Mm-hmm. She didn't really get that. But, um, I remember watching it with her, and I was like, does this feel like an old movie to you? And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is literally my time. That's so weird. Isn't it so weird? I know. I remember when my godmother showed me The Breakfast Club for the first time. I thought that shit was ancient. But in reality, she showed it to me in 2005, and that movie came out in, like, 1985. So it was 20 years. So it was the same amount of time. Yeah. That's fucked up. But then also, like, my sister's dressing. I also saw this thing on TikTok where this girl was doing, like, a slideshow of, like, how her parents met. But I did not know it was a slideshow of how her parents met. I thought it was a slideshow of her and her boyfriend because they were all dressed in 90s clothes. And it was, like, falling in love in college and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, it's, like, having a baby, watching your— And I was like, wait, the photos you were just showing me were from the 90s. I thought they were, like, real photos. Well, yeah, because people dress like that and they use fucking— the film cameras. Yes. Yeah. So I had no idea. And I was like, I can't tell the difference between the 90s and, and 2023. I really can't. Wow. 
So that's why I thought my sister would be like, oh, no, like, I dress like that. And did she? No, she said no. She didn't. She didn't feel connected to it. No, what oh. Lindsay Lohan in that film was iconic, and I remember she yeah. wore a little chain on her jeans. The way yeah. I went to Limited Two and got that. You know what? That's so funny. I almost wear. I almost wore my pants that have a chain on them today, <sighs> and then I didn't. I also got little gloves. Oh, the Finger, gloves. fingerless gloves. Okay, now I'm also thinking. Didn't she sing a song in that? But then, on and on and on and on. <laughs> That one. I don't want to go up. I don't want to stay out. Hey, take me away. That's the song she's saying. Oh, I was thinking about a different one. Oh, okay. I (laughs) I was thinking about something teenage drama queen. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was when she was in Confessions of a Teenage... Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. That was around the same time. A little later, I think. A little later. I think Mm -hmm. that was, like, right where she was having her little issues. Yeah, right. Well, that was, like, post-Mean Girls. Anyways... Speaking of issues, being in jail, jury duty. (laughs) Jury duty. (laughs) Jury duty. Let's get into it. Natalie and I actually got this topic from ChatGPT, which I kept saying GBT. ChatGPT. ChatGPT. I say GBT, but it's GPT. Oh, ChatGPT. Oh, yeah, yeah, ChatGPT. I say BT. Oh, I never caught it. Really? You I listened did. to our previous episode and I kept saying chat GBT, chat GBT. And I was like, girl. I mean, who noticed? Nobody notices. I did. <laughs> that's because you were hyper focused. Like P and B sounds so familiar. Like that's that whole sketch in, in Arrested Development. Wait, which one? It's like beads. And it's like bees. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, okay. So anyways, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So we... Tupperware. No. (laughs) How some people think it's Tupperware. Yeah. It's Tupperware. Bees and peas. (laughs) Same thing. Same thing. But we were typing in what is something that, you know, adults need to know more about. And it was it's a jury duty. And we were like, okay. It gave us a long ass list. We've actually done most of them. (laughs) We did almost all of them, except for this one. So here we are. So let's get into it. Let's get into some facts about jury duty. Yes. Well, in the early 8th century, okay, the reason that we have like 12 jurors on the stand mm-hmm. is actually goes back to some biblical times mm-hmm. where I guess Christ and his like 12 apostles were to judge the world. So it kind of represents the 12 wise men. Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, a lot of things secretly have a biblical yeah. origin. Yeah, well, but you, oh, I could really get into this oh, right oh. now because you know that a lot of biblical stuff actually has astrological origins, the 12 zodiac signs. Hmm, curious. Wow. Anywho. Anywho, not to stir the pot. <laughs> not to stir the pot. Another fact is that in 1630, the first jury trial in the American colonies were held in Plymouth when John Billington was accused of murdering fellow Mayflower colonist John Newcomen. Here's my question. Are we supposed to know who those people are? No. Oh, okay. I think those just, are just the people. I think that was just like the first trial. Oh, I love the how f- everybody is like, I was, my ancestors were on the Mayflower. It's like, were they really? Were they? How many people were could they? possibly How many <laughs> fit on that fucking boat? <laughs> Couldn't have been that many. Or you're all related. Which, yikes. That, that poor. That poor. 
And another fact is actually one of the longest jury deliberations in a U.S. civil trial occurred in Guam in 2001 and 2002. It took 14 months for jurors to sort out the liability for hotel collapse during an earthquake. That's that is a long time. But I bet you it was That's like a long deliberation. Each person. I don't know. I don't know. That's going over a lot of evidence for a, a long time. That's a long time. That's a long time. But let's get into what is jury duty if, I don't know, you don't know what it is or right. you want to know more about it. So what is it? Well, jury duty, doofy. <laughs> jury service is a civic duty. A jury decides the facts of a case in accordance with the principles of the law as explained by a judge. Jurors listen to testimony, review evidence, and render decisions in civil and criminal trials. Most U.S. citizens who are 18 or older may serve on a federal jury. When you serve on a jury, you're ensuring the defendant's Sixth Amendment right to a speedy trial and an impartial jury. If you're called for jury duty, you must appear before the court or risk being held in contempt of court. The Fair Labor Standards Act, or the FLSA, does not require payment for time not worked by an employee, including reporting for federal jury duty. Okay. So that's just like a textbook. This is what it is. But... We all know the dreaded jury summons that comes mm. in the mail, right? I recently got it. I mean, not recent. I mean, it was in the last year. Yes. So, now what? Yeah. Okay. So, if you get a jury summons in the mail in the U.S., it's at random. So, there really isn't any rhyme or reason as to why or who will be summoned. But in the eyes of our society and the law, Juries play an important and crucial role in our country's democratic process. Without them, our legal system would cease to exist. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you are one of the lucky ones to receive a summons, don't ignore it, okay? It yeah. will be clearly marked as jury summons, like very clearly, and will come from the court of your county and state. And jury duty is a civic responsibility. And like we said, failing to respond to a jury summons can result in legal consequences. So it's essential to carefully read and understand the summons, follow the provided directions, and comply with your obligations as a potential juror in your local court system. The summons will give you a date in which you will need to be available to come to court for jury selection. And oftentimes, we'll have instructions to call the court or check in online one business day before your date to see if you will need to appear or not. It is not uncommon to check in the day before and be told you will not need to appear and that your jury duty has been fulfilled. And you cannot be summoned again for at least a year. So I think that actually very commonly happens where you call in, like, we don't need you. And you're like, great, fulfilled, check. Yeah. But sometimes you go online and you do the little check-in and they say, hey, 9 a.m. tomorrow. (laughs) 9 a.m. Santa's coming coming to town. town. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your ass has got to be downtown. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I got it one time for Santa Monica. And I was like... Are there no more, are there no courts closer to the, we've got downtown or Santa Monica? I'd rather we've go to Santa Monica. we got nothing closer? I'd rather, than downtown. Oh, absolutely would rather go to Santa Monica. Oh but I'm just saying, God. seems like there's more than two in this enormous county. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah, no, for <laughs> They're sure. are not centrally located. Mm-mm, not at all. Uh, so anyways, let's say you get it and you look at the at the date and you're like, 
I'm supposed to be on vacation. I can't fucking. Or I'm having my wedding. Or I'm having. A baby. A baby. Anything. Can you request postponement of this service? Yes, you can in some states. You can postpone your jury service two times within one year from your initial report date. If you've already postponed your jury service twice, then you may not request an additional postponement and you're fucked. You must go. (laughs) You are fucked. You're fucked and you must go. (laughs) Okay, so let's say you got the summons. You postponed twice, so you're (laughs) fucking going. How does the selection process work? Yeah, just because you're summoned does not mean you've been selected. Right. When a jury is needed for a trial, a group of qualified jurors who reported to court in response to the jury summons is taken to the courtroom where the trial will take place. The judge and attorneys ask the potential jurors questions, general or like in related to specifics about the case— to determine their suitability to serve on the jury. And this process is called voir dire, which I think is French to to see and to say. Because voir is to see, I think dare is to say. Probably. Um, I could be wrong, which typically results in some prospective jurors being excused based on their answers from serving in that trial. The attorneys also made exclude a certain number of jurors without giving a reason. I think mm-hmm. this is where people think, like, I'm going to go in and act fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, somebody did that one time when I was there, and it was like, everybody knew what this fucker was doing. He was like a young kid, but it was just like, grow up, sir. Yeah. You know, it was like... Please. Like we also like all don't want to. Nobody wants to fucking be here except for Connie Klein. (laughs) My mom. (laughs) Connie Klein's the only person that really wants to go. (laughs) Oh, which I have something about that. Put a pin in that. Oh yeah. And like, what are some reasons you you might actually get excused from jury duty? Medical reasons, Mm -hmm. public necessity, undue hardship. So if you're a single mom, you know, and there's like, I need to provide for my kids. Um, Dependent care, right? Your your children, student status, military conflict, or other reasons deemed excusable by the court. Yeah, the student status one is probably one of the more common ones. Where if you go to school out of state. And you got a jury summons at your home. Um, all right, all right. And it's like, well, how am I supposed to do this when I am studying in New Jersey? Yeah. And I, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's that. So let's say you make it through all that and then you get oh, picked. Then you get picked. What do you do? So you're picked and now you are part of the impaneled jury and will be sworn in. The judge will give some basic instructions and information like whether you can take notes and you'll be reminded frequently not to form any opinions about the case until all evidence is in and warned against discussing the case with anyone else, including your fellow jurors. When the trial finally begins, you'll be expected to pay close attention to the evidence and witnesses. The judge will have given you an idea of how long the trial should last during the voir dire, and it may be as little as a few days to several weeks or even months. Jesus. And after the parties give their closing arguments and the trial is over, the judge will instruct the jury on the law relevant to the case, and the jury will begin the deliberations in the private room. And if you're like, 
They keep saying deliberations. What does that really fucking mean? Oh, yeah. Well, the deliberations are where you and the other jurors sit together, review the evidence, and then make a decision. Right. Guilty, not guilty. Right. Mm -hmm. So deliberations may take a few hours or even a few days or, in that one Guam case, 14 months. 14 months. But that will not be the case. Yeah. While you and the other jurors debate the evidence in the case, you may all draw from your life experiences to make sense of things, but you're prohibited from using any outside resources such as libraries or the internet. Any questions will be submitted to the court for further clarification. It's considered, quote, juror misconduct to consider evidence that wasn't produced at trial, and if it happens, the judge will likely declare a mistrial, meaning the case will have to be heard all over again with a new jury. So you really want to follow the rules here. Oh, my God. Actually, this just recently happened with uh, the Murdoch case. Oh, is that what happened? Well, he— Because there was all these Netflix things? No, because apparently during the trial, the court, like, stenographer or whatever was— like saying things to the jury, like, hey, like, just so you know, like, da 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 da. What? I know. So now it's like probably going to be mistrial. Oh, but, uh, goodness. Well, if all goes well, once the jury comes to a decision, you'll notify the bailiff and then return to the courtroom to have the verdict read either by the judge or the jury for person. At that point, your jury service will be complete and you'll be thanked and dismissed and at this point you're free to discuss the case and tell everyone you want what you were doing on jury duty which is good because honestly your friends and family are going to be like what was going on and i want yes. the tea yes so that's it that is the process yeah and obviously you're probably listening to this and have a lot of questions yeah and we're going to go through some of the common ones Mm-hmm. First one being, what about my job? What about my job? <laughs> what about my J-O-B? Okay. So this varies from state to state, and you'll need to look up your state's exact laws pertaining to jury duty. However, here in California, your boss may not penalize, fire, or threaten you in any way as a result of jury duty. Doing so is considered workplace retaliation, or if you're dismissed, that is wrongful termination. And guess what? That's going to be a court case. So see you back in court. <laughs> However, you are required to give your boss, quote-unquote, reasonable notice of your jury duty obligations. If you simply fail to appear for work with no notice, however, but later explain that you had to appear in court, you may not be protected from disciplinary measures. That's why it's important you inform your boss as soon as you receive a jury summons and keep them updated as you move through the process. It's also legal for your boss to request proof of your jury summons. You can provide this in the form of any formal communication from the court involving your summons. Your summons. Here's the downside, for Californians at least. Your boss is not obligated to continue paying you while you participate in jury service, no matter how long it lasts. And That's insane. Oh, I know. (laughs) This element can get complicated depending on your type of employment. If you're an hourly worker, time away from your job can be devastating to your personal financial situation and should be noted in your communications with the court, particularly during the jury selection process. While jurors selected to trial are paid a small daily fee, it is often not enough to match what you would have made at your regular job. Do you want to know how little the fee is? Oh, I'm I'm very curious. (laughs) Let's get into it. Well, payment payment rates differ by state, but in California, jurors get paid, and wait for you guys, $15. $15. Every day. 
not hourly, every day. Every day, once a day. Starting on the second day, not the first day, <laughs> of yeah. service. So unfortunately, you don't get paid at all for attending jury selection. Right, right. If your entire day is spent at jury selection and you're dismissed, you... You don't get paid. You don't for that. get no, 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 no. No, you're you'll only receive payment if you are seated on the jury, and all jurors also receive at least thirty four cents for each mile they travel to and from court. What about the time I spend in traffic trying to get downtown? Oh well, you know what's fucked up in L.A. because I I was starting to look into this <laughs> one time, and you have to be like eighteen miles away or something for it to even count. Fabulous. So like you have to be living. <laughs> In fucking Mission Viejo. <laughs> okay. To even get the 34 cents a mile. <laughs> but you could get a credit if you use if you take the bus. $12. They'll give you 12 bucks. But honestly, I don't know this for sure. That might be for the entirety of the trial. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. 50 ya. cents a day. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a lucrative job, and that's for sure. <laughs> no. That's for sure. No. So if you're curious, what do you wear? What do you bring? Yeah. Now I gotta go. What do I need to have on yeah. me? Yeah. Okay. So you want to wear comfortable clothing that's appropriate for court. So shorts, tank tops, crop tops, etc. Not allowed. Don't I would wear that. love for someone to show up in shorts and a crop top. <laughs> they could probably get dismissed <laughs> if you were bold enough. Business attire is always appropriate. You may want to bring a jacket or a sweater, too, in case the courtroom is cold. Nothing is worse than being cold and not being able to do anything about it. I know. If you're at court going through the jury selection process, definitely bring a book or something else to keep you entertained, as it can be a very long day. And computers, cell phones, any kind of electronic gaming systems are not allowed in the courtroom. So, no, you cannot doom scroll TikTok with your headphones in while you wait. Also, bring snacks for breaks. Oh, my gosh. This was my colossal mistake the first time I got called. Snacks and a book and a little shawl. That's really the keys to success. And you could use the shawl to, like, maybe ball it up into a little pillow. And just take a nap. (laughs) Put it on your (laughs) shoulder. Yeah, no, I made this mistake um, when I got called for jury selection because my dumb ass thought, like, it's going to be quick. Mm -hmm. It'll be a quick little... In and out. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Eight to five. <laughs> and we did get break for lunch. And I went to some random, like, taco truck. With your $15. At least you can use no, that. No, I didn't get $15 because it was jury selection. Oh, it was the first day. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even. I wasn't seated. Um, But I was so hungry and I was so fucking bored. I had nothing. I didn't even have a pen. I couldn't even doodle. <laughs> Ugh, torture us. <laughs> Okay, so how long, let's say you're chosen for a jury, how long do you think they'll have to be on there? Well, it completely depends on the trial. But at the start of jury selection, the judge will give a general timeline of how things will go. For civil trials, meaning one where where one party is suing another, trials can go anywhere from a day to a few months. But generally, they're completed within a week or two. Mm -hmm. Criminal trials, however, can be very long. Mm -hmm. The longest one in U.S. history was the McMartin preschool abuse trial, which lasted three years. Yes. So the one before was a 14-month deliberation. That was just deciding, you know, the decision phase. This was just the trial. (gasps) This was just the in court every day. Three years. Wow. Three years. And the most famous trial is probably the O.J. Simpson trial, which lasted 11 months. 
That is so long. Also, now that I think of it, I could be wrong. We're going to have to fact check me. I think the O.J. Simpson trial might have been the first one that was ever televised. Oh, I see. I could be wrong. But I do know people were watching that shit for 11 months. I don't I don't think so because it does not say it was the first one. What who, who which one was it? If you okay. Google what was the first What was the first televised, televised trial? 1955. What? Hold on. Oh, 1935. The first major yeah, TV. The first major trial covered by newsreels cameras. Is that of Bruno Richard Hauptmann, the kidnapper murderer of the Lindenberg baby? Uh, 1953, cameras allowed in courtrooms. 1954. Oh, first televised trial, live one. 1955, takes place in Waco, Texas. So many things happen in Waco, Texas. Okay, so I'm very wrong, everybody. I'm wrong about O.J. Simpson. That's okay. But I just want to be clear. Yeah, that's okay. I don't want to spread misinformation. No, and it's totally fine. And I think really the biggest question people really have is, yeah. what happens if I don't show what up? What if I just simply don't go? <laughs> and I'm like, mm, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have not formally postponed or been excused from jury duty, you will receive a failure to appear notice in the mail shortly after you missed your court date. Typically, it is a warning and assigns you to a new court date. But if you fail to appear multiple times, you can be fined up to $1,500, depending on your state, or even incarcerated. I kind of think they don't really incarcerate people. It's just like a lot of time. A lot of time. Really? I know. Effort. It's like it's for a why. Lot. For yeah, why. Well, we hope you guys learn more about jury duty, what to do if you've been summoned, and how the jury process works overall. And I want to take this time to tell a few jury stories. Yes. So both me and my mom. Okay. I'm not 100% sure about me. I am yes. 100% sure about my mom, though. Mm-hmm. My mom was summoned for the O.J. Simpson trial. We might have said this before on the podcast. I don't know. Um, and she got to jury selection. And, right, this is in the 90s, you guys. And she's answering all the questions, acing them. And the last question they ask her. Because, again, I have to just interject that Connie wants to be there. My mom wants to be on the Not just because it's O.J., because she wants to serve she wants to perform it, her civic duty. It wouldn't duty. matter that it was OJ. No, she no, wants no. to perform a civic duty. Yeah, yeah. So she wants to be there. Mm-hmm. And the last question they ask to the whole, you know, um, jurors, potential jurors, do you know anyone famous? And my mom has to go, I do. Yeah. Obviously, my father, who wasn't even that famous at the time, but like, you know, my yeah. mom answers everything truthfully. Yeah, she's... And then that was the question that got her off. And thank God, 11 months? How... When did that happen? I think it was 94. I think it was like probably... She, wait, hold J, OJ. It was either 94 or 97. I think it was I think, 94. I think it was 90... I think it was like right after you were born. Well, oh, yeah. What the fuck would she... I'm surprised that she didn't excuse herself saying, Hi, I have oh, a yeah, newborn. June, June 17th, 1994. I was literally like... Four months old, five months old. What would she have done? You know, Connie Klein would have had me in there or some shit. <laughs> they can't bring an infant. 
I'm surprised that she didn't say, when they said, so is there any issues here? She didn't say, I have a four-month-old at home. Who was watching you while she was at jury selection? I love all these questions because I have no idea. Oh, my God. And she really does think that if she was there, things would have been different. I think she thinks so, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. But So that's really interesting. And then I got summoned for ju- jury duty recently. And I was supposed to be downtown at the court on this day. And then I ended up, why couldn't I go? I, I you did, went on, you were, you went to, you were on vacation. Or I something. couldn't go yeah, for yeah, whatever yeah. reason. I was like, I guess I'm just not going to show up. I don't go. That day, jury selection. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. That was that was the case that was picking their jury at that courthouse that day. Yeah. So I mean, granted, I could have been could have been there for a different case, but I would have definitely been in the court, same courtroom on the same day they (laughs) chose that jury, and he would have been sitting there. And he would have been sitting there. And I obviously wouldn't have gotten chosen because they would have been like, are you an actress? And I'd be like, yeah. I'm also shocked that they did it in downtown LA considering half of the jury probably. They're like, are you in entertainment at all? Yeah. Nine out of 12 (laughs) are going to say yes. So me and my mom both have been summoned. For iconic trials. For iconic trials. Very, very weird. I got summoned. The only one that I ever went to court for because the last one that I tried to go to court for I couldn't go because I had a low blood sugar Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what to fucking do. So I called the court and I was like, I'm, because I knew, I'm like, people probably call in and say shit all the time. And I was like, I was just about to get in my car. I physically cannot drive there. Like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, well, did you file a medical exemption thing? And I said, no, because I didn't think that this was going to happen to me. I didn't consider this. And then luckily... My doctor, like, the next day or whatever, signed the medical thing. And so now, I guess for a year, I'm cleared. We're cleared. I'm sure I'm going to get one soon and, you know, TBD. But anyways, the time that I actually did have to go to court, very boring trial. What was your case again? It was something, it was a personal injury. Mm. It was one of those, like, guys on the billboards, you know? That's like, I mean, it wasn't really him, but it was, like, one of those, like, vibes. And it was this lady that crashed into an old lady, and it was like a whole fucking thing. And I came down to being an alternate. So they had gotten the 12, and then they choose two alternates. So I guess we didn't mention that. But if somebody gets sick or something happens, they have somebody who goes to court every single day. (laughs) They're there (laughs) the whole time, (laughs) only as backup. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> kind of don't matter, but they have to, like, be as focused. They don't even sit in the little box, I don't think. That sucks. It really sucks. <laughs> so I was almost an alternate, and then I started getting sassy with the with the lawyer, and then they started asking, like, do I trust doctors? And I said, no from personal experience. Yeah. Then he made me explain why and I explained why and then they were like, oh, and then they like started, you know, talking amongst each other and then they like let me go. But also, because I go, I'm on so many jury duties on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I I do so much jury dutying on YouTube on basically any criminal trial that you can think of that's streamed, I'm on it. And every time I think I would be so bad as a both on the jury and as a witness because I get heated. 
Oh, I just feel I like I would, would zone out. I Like, my attention span is literally eight minutes. That's why I can't watch TV shows. I'm like, I can't. I would be asleep. I would have my head nodding. Like, this, there's just no way I could, I could say This wait. last jury that I served on from my living room, the it was the Hollywood sex therapist murder trial. Mm-hmm. When they were doing closing arguments... I was sitting there, like, rolling my fucking eyes, like, oh, please. Like, <laughs> he was so obviously, like, no question about, even they, they weren't trying to say that he wasn't guilty. They were just trying to spin it in, like, a, he didn't really mean to. Like, it was oh. the spin like that. And I was thinking, if I was sitting in that box, I would be staring at this bitch, like, <sighs> like, letting her know, like, I don't fuck with you. Yeah. And sometimes when they're, like, getting at the witness, like, sometimes it's like their friend has been killed or whatever, and they're like, well, was she ever, like, doing suspicious things or whatever? Like, they're trying to get you to say things bad about, I would not do well. No poker face. Oh, I would shred them to pieces, (laughs) and then I would probably be dismissed. (laughs) Like, ma'am. Yeah. I wouldn't be, I couldn't hold, I couldn't be professional. Yeah. So maybe you'll never be on a jury. If they pick me, I think it was a mistake. I do think that I have that Connie Klein gene. I'd be a great juror. Yeah. I would be a very good juror in terms of like logic. Yeah. and But it's the questioning. Yeah. And the, if I'm, if you're trying to convince me that this man didn't murder this person when it's literally on wing <laughs> camera, <laughs> wrap it up. Wrap it up. I'm going to look at you like you're a fucking idiot. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Let's get into the drink. <laughs> Natalie's getting very Listen, heated. I really hate when they pull shit like that. I um, want justice, okay? And our Hattie of the Week, which... <sighs> you guys... Jury Duty. I can't believe we didn't do this before. The, from the TV show Jury Duty, who did an amazing job. I also saw him at the Taylor Swift concert. He was so sweet. James Marsden. James Marsden. Favorite movie he was in was Enchanted. I just rewatched that recently. Really? I haven't yeah. seen it for so long, but I loved him in it. Oh, he's also in The Notebook. He is in The Notebook. He's the other guy. Yes. Yeah. He yeah, had a he lot is. of things. Oh, yeah. Actually, they mentioned that on Jury Duty, on the show. <laughs> they were like, they kept listing things off and then Because the he guy kept going, was like oh, so yeah. starstruck by him and he was like, oh, I watched your movies last night. I can't. I know. So but remember at the beginning, he was like, <laughs> oh, he said like, oh, I was in Sonic the Hedgehog and he goes... I heard that was really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ronald. (laughs) Ronald. Okay, so one to James Martinson. What are you thinking? This Synergy Raw Kombucha Living in Gratitude. I don't like it. (laughs) One point. I mean, it's... If you like pickle juice. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to give it a 1.5. Here's why. Okay. It's not. It? It's if it, it, this was the only thing on earth that I had left to drink, I, I could, could get through it. I could get through it. Other than that, <laughs> I almost want to go to Trader Joe's and say, "Can you actually can I get this my money back?" It's you should pull it from the shelf. It's so bad. Okay, I'll meet you at a one point five. I don't know why I feel like I need to give it the point five. Give it the point five. It's not repulsive. It's not repulsive. It's just not what you'd ever want to drink. I don't know how it how it got how like, it cleared. brings up living in gratitude. Maybe for all the moments you weren't drinking it. 
<laughs> Probably. Also, kind of, it gives me a little bit of a tummy day. We do. We do. Okay, 1.5 out of James Marston. All right, this is the part of the wrap-up game where we play... Whoa, this is part of the show. This is part of the wrap-up game. Where you play a little wrap-up game. And this week we're playing BFF Quiz, potentially Safari Search. Yes. You know, I like that one, but um, that's where my Chad Michael Murray thing came from. Safari Search. What do you mean it came from Safari? Because you, Oh, because you were Googling him this morning? Yeah, well, because I remember oh. I was saying I was looking through my Safari Searches. I was like, oh, Chad Michael Murray. Yes, yes, yes. But let's pull up BFF Quiz. Okay. We're going to choose a number between 1 and 40. 31. Hmm. What's the first thing I would do if I won the lottery? You? As in Natalie? As in me. Um, what would the first thing you would do? I mean, I feel like you would... I don't know if this would be the first thing you did, but you definitely would do this. I mean, I feel like you would, like, buy you and your cousin, like, a house. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'd, I'd buy a home. Yeah. I think that's it. I'm I mean, just, I'm trying to get Zeppelin a, a yard. Me too. <laughs> really all like, I'm trying to do. Trying to get to a yard. To trying a backyard. To get a, I'm trying to get a yard and a dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, the dishwasher's crucial. <laughs> I would love a dishwasher. <laughs> so, okay, okay. I um, do think you're right. Okay, one, two, 40? 40. 39. 49 is... Oh, when we're 85 years old, what will we be doing together? Have we said that one? I don't know if we've said that one, but I know we've talked about it. I think we've, like, sent each other stuff about this. We can ask another one, but I will just say that I think we will be doing the same shit that we do now. Yeah. Which is just, like, shooting the shit, <laughs> going on trips. Yeah. Doing, just doing things. <laughs> doing things. I can't with our answers. <laughs> doing things, buying a house. <laughs> it's a year of realizing stuff. <laughs> Experiencing things. Experiencing things. You would experience experiences. Yeah. We probably travel a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sit so, around drawing pictures, pictures of, of dicks. <laughs> Simply. Do you have any safari searches that you would like to reveal? Um, let me look. You can reveal some while I see. I will. I have benefits of body oil. I was like, why would I use body oil? I need body oil so bad. Oh, my God. I'm so dry today. So I was trying to figure out, like, why why am I using body oil and not body lotion? You got to put that on top of the lotion. You don't put it straight you on. You seal it in. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. What you got to seal that I shit I learned in. that mm -hmm. from am I getting enough sleep calculator? It, oh, I oh my God. I calculate. I do that all the time. Yeah, that was, that was one. Uh, here's here's a couple from from yesterday for me. What are the two best electric toothbrushes of 2023? <laughs> because mine broke yesterday. So had to get a new one. I also looked up the CeraVe retinol because oh, you're making Joe's thing. Yes, because Joe and oh, I. Oh yeah, were he chatting. told me. He mm -hmm. told me. He was like, I really um I want to show you what Natalie made me. Yeah. We we've got I've gotten Joe now on a although uh, I have a question because he really didn't tell me anything about, about his skin type. His no, I got his skin type about his current routine. So I thought he had never used any chemical exfoliants. So I'm like, he's, he's like. He's using retinol every night. And I, I, need, I told him he needs to stop doing that. Well, I was like, 
he's like, what do you think about retinol? And I said, well, let's ease you into that because you haven't used the chemical exfoliant. And he's like, no, I use retinol every single night. I'm like, why didn't you tell me that in the first place? Because <sighs> then I forgot that he might be using a vitamin C in the morning. Sometimes. So, so I'm like, okay, well, I need to include that in my lineup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I think we've got a good I, I, the products that I have. I feel strongly about. Oh, good. A lot of those same ones that I I gave Connor, and Connor's been raving, so I feel confident. <gasps> okay, good. Mm-hmm. I also have Daniel Radcliffe body transformation. <laughs> no, <laughs> someone was saying that he had like a Why? body a body transformation. So what I is like, that? What mm, what what was it? Oh, because he's gonna be in the new. Wolverine movie or something? I don't know, but I had to see pictures of it. And he did get swole. So those are kind of things that are on mine. (laughs) Mine? Okay, so I think what, unfortunately for me, like the ADHD thing is that when I go down a rabbit hole, it's constant. So I have about six days of me looking up. (laughs) Sorry. Corinne just showed me a million searches for Bill Nye, age 30. I have about a trillion searches for vintage Gianni Versace dresses. Oh, wow. So I've just been looking at those for days and days and days and days. <laughs> I think mine are just particularly odd. So, and that's a me thing. <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> no. No. But you have to read it. You can't laugh. <laughs> this is my most unhinged. Silly string? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. All right, you guys. Well, hope you guys like this episode. Hope you guys don't get jury duty, but if you do, you know what to do. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Love you guys. I love you. Bye.